Morning prayer begins on page three of the prayer book. I was glad when they said unto me, we will go into the house of the Lord. O Lord, open thou our lips, and our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. For the Benite, Psalm 95, on page 459. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation and as in the day of temptation in the wilderness. When your fathers tempted me, proved me and saw my works. Forty years long was I grieved with this generation and said, It is a people that do err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways, unto whom I swear in my wrath that they should not enter into my rest. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 75 on page 431. Unto thee, O God, do we give thanks. Yea, unto thee do we give thanks. Thy name also is so nigh, and that do wondrous works declare. In the appointed time, saith God, I shall judge according unto right. The earth is weak, and all the inhabitants thereof. I bear up the pillars of it. I said unto the fools, deal not so madly. And to the ungodly, set not up your horn. Set not up your horn on high, and speak not with a stiff neck. For promotion cometh neither from the east, nor from the west, nor yet from the south. And why? God is the judge. He putteth down one, and setteth up another. From the hand of the Lord there is a cup, and the wine is red. It is full mixed, and he poureth out of the same. As for the dregs thereof, all the ungodly of the earth shall drink them, and suck them out. But I will talk of the God of Jacob, and praise him forever. All the horns of the ungodly also will I break, and the horns of the righteous shall be exalted. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the first book of Kings. Now King David was old, advanced in years, and they put covers on him, but he could not get warm. Therefore his servants said to him, Let a young woman, a virgin, be sought for our lord the king, and let her stand before the king, and let her care for him, and let her lie in your bosom, that our lord the king may be warm. So they sought for a lovely young woman throughout all the territory of Israel, and found Abishag. 
with a Shunammite and brought her to the king. The young woman was very lovely, and she cared for the king and served him, but the king did not know her. Then Adonijah, the son of Haggith, exalted himself, saying, I will be king. And he prepared for himself chariots and horsemen and fifty men to run before him. And his father had not rebuked him at any time by saying, Why have you done so? He was also very good-looking. His mother had borne him after Absalom. Then he conferred with Joab, the son of Zariah, and with Abiathar, the priest, and they followed and helped Adonijah. But Zadok, the priest, Beniah, the son of Jehoiada, Nathan, the prophet, Shimei, Reb, and the mighty men who belonged to David were not with Adonijah. And Adonijah sacrificed sheep and oxen and fattened cattle by the stone of Zoheleth, which is in En-Rogel. He also invited all his brothers, the king's sons, and all the men of Judah, the king's servants. But he did not invite Nathan, the prophet, Beniah, the mighty men, or Solomon, his brother. So Nathan spoke to Bathsheba, the mother of Solomon, saying, have you not heard that Adonijah, the son of Haggith, has become king, and David, our lord, does not know it? Come, please, let me now give you advice, that you may save your own life and the life of your son Solomon. Go immediately to King David and say to him, Did you not, my lord, O king, swear to your maidservant, saying, Assuredly, your son Solomon shall reign after me, and he will sit on my throne. Why, then, has Adonijah become king? Then, while you are still talking there with the king, I also will come in after you and confirm your words. So Bathsheba went into the chamber to the king. Now the king was very old, and Abishag the Shunammite was serving the king, and Bathsheba bowed and did homage to the king. Then the king said, What is your wish? Then she said to him, My lord, you swore by the Lord your God to your maidservant, saying, Assuredly, Solomon your son shall reign after me, and he shall sit on my throne. Now, So now, look, Adonijah has become king, and now, my lord the king, you do not know about it. He has sacrificed oxen and fattened cattle and sheep in abundance, and has invited all the sons of the king, Abiathar the priest, and Joab the commander of the army. But Solomon your servant he has not invited. And as you, and as for you, my lord, O king, the eyes of all Israel are on you, that you should tell them who will sit on the throne of my lord the king after him. Otherwise it will happen, when my lord the king rests with his fathers, that I and my son Solomon will be counted as offenders. And just then, while she was still talking with the king, Nathan the prophet also came in. So they told the king, saying, Here is Nathan the prophet. And when he came in before the king, he bowed down before the king with his face to the ground. And Nathan said, My lord, O king, have you said Adonijah shall reign after me, and he shall sit on my throne? For he has gone down today, and has sacrificed oxen and fattened cattle and sheep in abundance, and has invited all the king's sons and the commanders of the army, and Abiathar the priest. And look, they are eating and drinking before him, and they say, Long live king Adonijah. But he has not invited me, me your servant, nor Zadok the priest, nor Beniah the son of Jehoiada, nor your servant Solomon. Has this thing been done by my lord the king, and you have not told your servant who should sit on the throne of my lord the king after him? Then king David answered and said, Call Bathsheba to me. 
So she came into the king's presence and stood before the king. And the king took an oath and said, as the Lord lives, who has redeemed my life from every distress, just as I swore to you by the Lord God of Israel, saying, assuredly, Solomon, your son, shall be king after me, and he shall sit on my throne in my place. So I certainly will do this day. Then Bathsheba bowed with her face to the earth and paid homage to the king and said, let my Lord King David live forever. And King David said, Call to me Zadok the priest, Nathan the prophet, and Benaiah the son of Jehoiada. So they came before the king. The king also said to them, Take with you the servants of your lord, and have Solomon my son ride on my own mule, and take him down to Gihon. There let Zadok the priest and Nathan the prophet anoint him king over Israel, and blow the horn, and say, Long live King Solomon. Then you shall come up after him, and he shall come and sit on my throne, and he shall be king in my place, for I have appointed him to be ruler over Israel and Judah. Beniah, the son of Jehoiada, answered the king and said, Amen. May the Lord God of my lord the king say so too. As the Lord has been with my lord the king, even so may he be with Solomon and make his throne greater than the throne of my lord King David. So Zadok the priest, Nathan the prophet, Benaiah the son of Jehoiada, the Cherethites, and the Pelethites went down and had Solomon ride on King David's mule and took him to Gihon. Then Zadok the priest took a horn of oil from the tabernacle and anointed Solomon, and they blew the horn, and all the people said, Long live King Solomon. And all the people went up after him, and the people played the flutes and rejoiced with great joy, so that the earth seemed to split with their sound. Now Adonijah and all the guests who were with him heard it as they finished eating. And when Joab heard the sound of the horn, he said, Why is the city in such a noisy uproar? While he was still speaking, there came Jonathan, the son of Abiathar, the priest. And Adonijah said to him, Come in, for you are a prominent man and bring good news. Then Jonathan answered and said to Adonijah, No, our Lord King David has made Solomon king. The king has sent with him Zadok the priest, Nathan the prophet, Beniah the son of Jehoiada, the Cherethites, and the Pelethites, and they have made him ride on the king's mule. So Zadok the priest and Nathan the prophet have anointed him king at Gihon, and they have gone up from there rejoicing, so that the city is in an uproar. This is the noise that you have heard. Also Solomon sits on the throne of the kingdom. And moreover, the king's servants have gone to bless our Lord King David, saying, May God make the name of Solomon better than your name, and may he make his throne greater than your throne. Then the king bowed himself on the bed. Also the king said thus, Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, who has given one to sit on my throne this day while my eyes see it. So all the guests who were with Adonijah were afraid and arose, and each one went his way. Now Adonijah was afraid of Solomon, so he arose and went and took hold of the horns of the altar. And it was told Solomon, saying, Indeed, Adonijah is afraid of King Solomon. For look, he has taken hold of the horns of the altar, saying, Let King Solomon swear to me today that he will not put his servant to death with the sword. Then Solomon said, If he proves himself a worthy man, not one hair of him shall fall to the earth. But if wickedness is found in him, he shall die. 
So King Solomon sent them to bring him down from the altar, and he came and fell down before King Solomon. And Solomon said to him, Go to your house. Here ends the first lesson. Benedictus asks on page 11, Blessed art thou, O Lord God of our fathers, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the glorious throne of thy kingdom, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven, praised and exalted above all forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the 11th chapter of the second book to the letter to the Corinthians. Oh, that you would bear with me in a little folly, and indeed you do bear with me. For I am jealous for you with godly jealousy, for I have betrothed you to one husband, that I may present you as a chaste virgin to Christ. But I fear, lest somehow, as the serpent deceived Eve by his craftiness, so your mind from the simplicity that is in Christ. Or if he who comes preaches another Jesus, whom we have not preached, or if you receive a different spirit, which you have not received, or a different gospel, which you have not accepted, you may well put up with it. For I consider that I am not at all inferior to the most eminent apostles, even though I am untrained in speech, yet I am not in knowledge. But we have been thoroughly manifested among you in all things. Did I commit sin in humbling myself that you might be exalted because I preached the gospel of God to you free of charge? I robbed other churches, taking wages from them to minister to you. And when I was present with you, and in need, I was a burden to no one. For what I lacked, the brethren who came from Macedonia supplied. And in everything I kept myself from being burdensome to you, and so I will keep myself. As the truth of Christ is in me, no one shall stop me from this boasting in the regions of Achaia. Why? Because I do not love you, God knows. But what I do, I will also continue to do, that I may cut off the opportunity from those who desire an opportunity to be regarded just as we are in the things of which they boast. For such are false prophets, deceitful workers, transforming themselves into apostles of Christ. And a wonder, for Satan himself transforms himself into an angel of light. Therefore it is no great thing if his ministers also transform themselves into ministers of righteousness, whose end will be according to their works. I say again, let no one think me a fool. If otherwise, at least receive me as a fool, that I may boast a little. What I speak, I speak not according to the Lord, but as it were foolishly, in this confidence of boasting. Seeing that many boast according to the flesh, I also will boast. For you put up with fools gladly, since you yourselves are wise. For you put up with it if one brings you into bondage if one devours you if one takes from you if one exalts himself if one strikes you on the face 
To our shame, I say that we were too weak for that. But in whatever anyone is bold, I speak foolishly, I am bold also. Are they Hebrews? So am I. Are they Israelites? So am I. Are they the seed of Abraham? So am I. Are they ministers of Christ? I speak as a fool. I am more, in labors more abundant, in stripes above measure, in prisons more frequently, in deaths often. From the Jews five times I received forty stripes minus one. Three times I was beaten with rods. Once I was stoned. Three times I was shipwrecked. A night and a day I have been in the deep, in journeys often, in perils of waters, in perils of robbers, in perils of my own countrymen, in perils of the Gentiles, in perils in the city, in perils in the wilderness, in perils in the sea, in perils among false brethren, in weariness and toil, in sleeplessness often, in hunger and thirst, in fastings often, in cold and nakedness, besides the other things, what comes upon me daily, my deep concern for all the churches. Who is weak, and I am not weak? Who is made to stumble, and do I not burn with indignation? If I must boast, I will boast in the things which concern my infirmity. The God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who is blessed forever, knows that I am not lying. In Damascus, the governor, under Aretas, the king, was guarding the city of Damas the Damascenes with a garrison desiring to arrest me. But I was let down in a basket through a window in the wall and escaped from his hands. Here ends the second lesson. Benedictus on page 14, and note that the third rubric at the top of the page allows us to shorten the Benedictus on occasion. We'll do that today and recite just the first four verses. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he hath visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. 
O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Keep, we beseech thee, O Lord, thy church with thy perpetual mercy. And because the frailty of man without thee cannot but fall, keep us ever by thy help from all things hurtful, and lead us to all things profitable to our salvation through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth the eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all the assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Morning to all. In our lesson from First Kings today, we begin to get the succession fight, which should be a, a fun political thing. Uh, get next chapter looks like something a little bit more from the Godfather than from the Bible. But in any event, um, it's interesting, Adonijah um, exalted himself, the text says, to become king. It's interesting, it tied in with the psalm this morning, where it, where it said, uh, the psalm said, set not up your horn on high and speak not with a stiff neck, uh, for promotion comes neither from the east nor from the west, but, but God sets one up and puts down another. You know, Adonijah cannot be the Lord's anointed because God didn't choose him. He set himself up. And the succession plan is, is interesting. Back in, in 2 Samuel chapter 3, there was a genealogy of, of children born to David in Hebron. And the firstborn was Amnon. And then there was a child by Abigail that is Chiliab in Samuel, but Daniel in Chronicles, then Absalom. Then, then Adonijah. So it seems like Adonijah, I don't know what happened to Abigail's son. He may just not have been a candidate for whatever reason. So it seems like that succession leads uh, Adonijah to think he'd be the next one in line. But it seems also we're told that after Bathsheba became David's wife, um, she bore him four sons, the first of which was um, Solomon. And it seems like she achieved a favored status and her so that's so so these others are probably a part of the division in in the palace is between the sort of uh you know pre-solomon you know and post-solomon or pre-bathsheba post-bathsheba faction but in any event um once Sol once david makes clear solomon is going to be king we should be really aware that this scene here in second uh first kings one is hearkening forward to palm sunday that David tells uh, Nathan to take a Solomon uh, to, to Gihon, which is in the Kidron Valley at the foot of the Mount of Olives. And there's uh, a, a, at least a, a somewhat equivalent path where Solomon rides into Jerusalem on David's royal donkey in the same way that Jesus rides into Jerusalem on Palm Sunday. And, and Solomon goes, goes and sits in David's throne at the end of that ride, which juxtaposed with our Lord on the cross, as we sing in that uh, Good Friday hymn, our, our God is reigning from the tree. And that's part of the 
irony of the Good Friday, the way the narrative is twisted and, and changed to take on the idea that, that, that Jesus will reign through, through his, his death for us and take the power that way, which is why it wasn't understood by the first century people because they expected it much more like Solomon. That is, the son of David would come in, the, the true Messiah would come in like Solomon, and then he would, like Solomon, execute all his enemies. He wouldn't let them kill him uh, like, like he did. Um, so th those notes are important for, for uh, going for, for, for just the Old Testament backdrop of Christ. David's son Solomon rides in a donkey. David's greater son Jesus rides into Jerusalem on a donkey. And the fact that the, the, the cross as the throne supplants the royal throne in the life of Jesus kind of ties into our Second Corinthians lesson, where St. Paul is again defending himself. He's defending himself throughout Second Corinthians against other uh, false apostles or people who were stealing away the Corinthians' affections who appear to be better speakers and better looking than he is. And so he defends himself by his sufferings. And the litany of sufferings he gives uh, are, um, this is how true faith is proven. Faithfulness through suffering is the mark that one has genuine faith. It's not flashy appearance because Satan dresses himself up as an angel of light. A lot of people can look really exciting in a moment, but it is faithfulness over time that 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 makes clear that this is that that, that this is um something is genuine it's something for us to really keep you know keep in our mind because we're in a culture that really and ordinary faithfulness isn't either of those things but it is it is the essence of the gospel and uh one last note uh, on at the beginning he has this this language that really picks up a lot of biblical image that he wants to to present uh, the Corinthians as a chaste virgin to Christ, which gets us the important point of, of the biblical idea of virginity is not so much that one didn't have sex, but but it, it talks about a purity. So that the Corinthians and ourselves who are the bride of Christ, who are presented as virgins, we didn't begin that way. We began with sin, but we've washed our robes and made them white in the blood of the lambs who are becoming pure and that's the sense of it the the pure blessed are the pure in heart for they shall see god and that's really the essence of the idea of virginity there that will that we are are becoming through our faith in jesus so we'll uh, conclude morning prayer today with the intercession on page 590 of book of common prayer accept O lord our intercessions for all mankind let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations, and may as many as have received it live as becomes it. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any trouble. We'll pause for all to remember their intercessions.
And do thou, the God of pity, administer to them according to their several necessities. For his sake, one about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The grace for our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost with us all evermore. Amen. Good with you all. Start the week in prayer. Peace. Thank you. Give us your scarlet. A wonderful day, everybody. Yeah, I get out. Have a good day. Bye.